Welcome to Life Blood. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Eric Youngstrom. Eric, are you ready to do this? I am ready. Thank you. All right, let's go. Eric is the founder and CEO of OnRamp Funds. They're an organization providing cash solutions to e-commerce sellers to power their businesses. Eric, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Sure, sure. So uh, I'm Eric Youngstrom. Thank you for having me this morning. It's an honor to be here. Um, I'm my personal life, huh? So I, I'm married <laughs> uh, to a wonderful woman who shares my name. Um Eric and Erica, uh, two two great kids in high school, uh, and my wife and I both grew up in a small town called Yakima, Washington. Um, why I do what I do uh, in the town we grew up in, there were no big businesses. There were just lots of small business owners, and those are the guys who you know put up their their sign in the little league fields and you know volunteered at churches and things like that. And so. I have a real affinity for small business owners, small business ownership, entrepreneurship, uh, want to do anything I can to support that. And then, um, you know, I've been in software for 20 years now. The last company I was with, we we uh, built tools for the e-commerce uh, SMB market segment. And so the, you know, that my personal interest in in small business owners and helping people launch their own businesses and, and pursue their own dreams really aligns nicely with this space. And so, Given that I don't think the uh, the tool sets, you know, the picks and shovels for the e-commerce industry are nearly done being built, I felt like this was a great place to go spend my time and put my life's work into. Nice. How many folks live in Yakima? Oh, I think there's 50,000, 60,000. Okay. Uh, you know, small town, central Washington, it's in the desert, uh, like eight inches of rain a year. Tons of agriculture, though, because of the uh, the snow melt, the runoff that happens every year out of the Cascades going to the down in the Columbia Basin. And your 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 wife is also from there. Did 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 you guys meet in Yakima? We grew up in the same street, nine blocks from one another. Went to uh, first, second, and ninth grade together. Uh Um, And then um, we never dated. Um, When we we actually discovered we were both living in Austin on the same street, about nine blocks from each other. Um, (laughs) When we, I think I was thirty one and she was thirty, and and then we started dating, and not long after, married and kids and family and whatnot. Amazing. It is. Yes. Serendipity, Eric. Yeah, it's it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. So so you 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 spent a good amount of time in software. So you sort of I don't want to say that you figured it out. You have this passion for for small local business and you grew up seeing that impact, the sponsorship, just being present in the community. And now fast forward, we have at our disposal all these wonderful tools and innovations and technology, but not necessarily for helping small e-commerce brands and entrepreneurs grow their businesses. That's right. Yeah, no, I think, look, there there are, if you look at the Shopify app store, right, there are, I think, 7,000 plus apps in the app store. Um, a lot of those are really powerful and a lot of them aren't. Um, and... I just think that there's this opportunity to continue to refine what those tools are. Uh, a lot of those things are probably not going to last the, the long term. And you know, as as small business owners engage with these tools, right, we're going to find out which ones are are those that are built for the long term that really do solve the problem, and we're going to find others that you know solve the problem in a moment of time, but weren't really the right permanent solution. So you know, from from my perspective, I just it looks like there's a great opportunity to build a finance product that is purpose-built from the ground up for e-commerce as opposed to an off-the-shelf product 
that's been used in retail or other industries that's that's more shoehorned in uh, into the e-commerce space. Got it. So tell us what is different about OnRamp. You, 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 you look, you see fine products, you look, you see crappy ones, you're like, oh, there's, there's, there's a pretty good one. How do I take what I think is good and, and make this new thing? Yeah, I, I think, you know, one, when, when I was building the product and, and working with the team to build the product, we've always taken it from the bottoms up approach on how do you solve that working capital cash conversion cycle problem? So we didn't try to answer the question, which is how do you loan money to someone? I think that's in the Old Testament, right? So we're not crossing the chasm with that. <laughs> um, what we did look at was, you know, if, if you think of a merchant who's going to sell a million dollars a year in, in top line sales, quarter million dollars a quarter, and that quarterly sales requires a $50,000 purchase of inventory 30 days before a quarter starts. And then requires another twenty-five to uh, $25,000 in advertising spend to drive the sale of that inventory, right? In a turnover cycle, right? Not, not a launch cycle, but in a, a recurring kind of motion. And then another, you know, fifteen to 30000 in shipping and fulfillment costs. You're looking at $100,000 in cash out of pocket to, to drive that $250,000 in sales. And if you're running a 10% profit margin, um, that's a $25,000 in profit coming out. The challenge then is that $25,000 in profit doesn't show up really till about day 65, 75 in that quarterly cycle. And at day 60, you need to actually go outlay another $50,000 for the next quarter's inventory. And at day 90 or 91, next quarter's here, now you're outlaying those, those additional funds for advertising, for shipping fulfillment. And so when we look at that problem, we don't see a problem that needs to be solved in a five-month or a seven-month or a 12-month term. We see a problem that needs to be solved on a 30-day to, to kind of 90-day term. Um, and so what we're trying to do then is structure the capital um, around that and then build an application that really delivers that, um, deploys that capital, collects it at the right time, um, which then means that that capital has been paid down where when the merchant needs more, they have the ability that either that prior loan has been paid off or it's close enough to pay it off. It could be paid off or rolled over into the next one so that more capital is available to go into the merchant's business. And so I think you know what we do is provide some discipline around how capital is deployed. We try to provide a lot of education around how to think about on-ramp in your capital stack where you know there, there is value in a, in a one-year term loan um, from, from a different provider solving a different problem, right? Potentially, you know, I want to go buy a, a forklift that's going to cost you know, $15,000, you know, paying that off over a year or two is a really smart way to use capital um, instead of tying up your money right now. Um, and so, you know, we fit alongside that. If you're going to go buy a warehouse on a, you know, 10-year mortgage, right, then great. You know, we fit alongside that. So really helping merchants understand kind of how to use the capital. And then, the, you know, the team here prior to OnRamp, uh, a number of us were working together at a company called Shipping Easy, you know, solving the shipping and order aggregation problem for merchants for the last 10 years. We were acquired by stamps.com in 2016. So we all have one, an affinity for this market segment, and we want to help these these small business owners win. Uh, but two, we've, we've also just seen a lot. And so we can sit down and talk to merchants around freight, supply chain, ocean going container shipping. How do you, you know, how do you deal with the problems in Long Beach and, and Los Angeles ports because of the delays there? rerouting through the Panama Canal to come to Houston where, you know, it's business as usual. Um, how do you think about merchandising around, you know, 
which agency should you work with if you're a Shopify seller versus an Amazon seller, uh, and, and really trying to partner with the merchant to, to help solve a broader range of problems um, because of the capital that we power, you know, fits into those areas so nicely. Yeah, it's super powerful having that previous experience and for lack of a better term wisdom eric uh, i think uh can certainly can certainly help 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 an immense amount so how does it how, how how do they actually pay the money back so what we do is is collect um a percentage of sales um and what we do is determine kind of when we make that loan against the next 90 days, for example, um, we're loaning against the expected 90 day revenue stream. So we're building a forecast for the merchant. We're sharing that forecast with the merchant so they can understand what our perception of the next 90 days looks like. We then um, loan against that. There's a percentage, right? So if you loan 20% of the 90 day revenue, we're going to probably collect around 22, 23% of that per order, just in case things slow down a little so that we're still closing it out on time. Um, and then a small fee, typically kind of one, one to 2% of top line sales, depending on the, the percentage of those top line sales where the, that the loan size is. Um, and then each time the merchant gets a deposit, and I think this is really critical. It's not when the sale happens, when the sale happens, right? The payment gateway on in Shopify has the money, but the money may not show up to the merchant's bank account for three or four days. In Amazon, right? Typically, the Amazon seller is getting a deposit every two weeks, right? So, sale happens today, could be 14 days before that deposit shows up in the merchant's bank account. And so, when that merchant deposit arrives, we then sweep the funds uh, and calculate what's owed and, and sweep the funds um, to then pay down that for the merchant. So, it's, it's really an automated process. Um, it really can be thought of as an automated line of credit that's there when it's time to make that next, you know, advertising purchase, inventory purchase, um, shipping a filament purchase. Um, and so really from my perspective, these are this high velocity turnover is very, very low risk because, because you can see the merchant sales and you can look at their catalog and, and what products are performing over time and seasonality and all these other indicators. Um, and so this isn't capital. The merchant should be looking at selling part of their company to go solve, right? They shouldn't be raising equity, which is a hard thing to do in the first place, but really an inefficient use of capital from that perspective. And then if the merchant has their own funds tied up in this, those funds have now been released, right? So the merchant may decide, hey, I'm going to start paying my salary. And we find so many, so many of these small business owners aren't paying themselves a salary until they kind of get to two, three, four million a year in top line is when when all of a sudden there's enough cash you can start to extract some of it. Um, and and then the other thing we look at is it's it's just not long-term capital. So when we see, you know, banks saying, hey, here's a one-year loan with a you know fixed payments over the next 12 months, well, you know, you can make a far bigger payment in December because of Christmas than you can in January. <laughs> and so that doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't align with the, the natural ebbs and flows and cycles of the e-commerce business and e-commerce ecosystem. So, you know, we've, we've just aligned it around all of that so that it's again, purpose built for e-commerce from the ground up versus shoehorned in to go make a lender happy. That makes a lot of sense. Your, your approval process, selection, screening, whatever term it is that you use, how much of it is objective? How much it is subjective? How does that work? I'd say it's mostly objective. It's data-driven, right? We're, we're getting, um, I guess I guess I say it's all objective. We're getting, you know, we're, we're connecting to your online order sources, Shopify, BigCommerce, Amazon, Walmart, right? What have you. 
um, we're connecting your to your bank, right? We need to be able to see that. We're validating that, right? The the expected sales deposits at Amazon are actually showing up in that bank account, right? At the at the right pace. Um, we are looking at the business credit report, sometimes a personal credit report. It's our objective that the other piece of this, right, is most small business owners have to use their personal borrowing power, right? They're not getting a business credit card, or if they are, it's still underwritten to the business owner, and the business owner has that personal liability, personal guarantee on it. Um, we typically don't use a personal guarantee. There are a few exceptions to that, but our goal really is that the the business should be able to stand on its own two feet with our loans and that in borrowing from us, the business is actually building their credit profile uh, and they're learning how credit works. They're, the business is proving it can use it correctly. Um, and what that means over time is we think somewhere between five and 20 million in revenue, the small business owner is going to really graduate from the on-ramp product set because that's when they're going to hire a CFO, VP of finance, somebody who's really focused on this part of the business. And that person's going to be able to go, you know, button up their financials, get some audits done on that. It'll take six to 12 months, but then they'll go to a bank and say, great, here are my audit financials. I'd like to get a business line of credit. It'll be a more cost-effective solution for them. And, and they'll have graduated from OnRamp. But the way we like to think of OnRamp is we're, we're kind of your CFO partner before you can afford a CFO. Um, and so you know, while we're not the most we're not the lowest cost capital solution. When we look at the value we bring, I think, you know, we bring a lot more value and we're doing so in a way that that gives you a CFO on your team without having to go pay, uh, you know, 150 or more thousand dollar a year salary. Makes sense. As you, when you decided to, to, to explore the space, say, okay, I'm interested in starting something new. Here's, here's what I'm thinking. What, what what surprised you? I'm just curious what regulatory agencies that, that that you're working with and partnering with, questions like that. Yeah, we're we're kind of we, we live in this kind of area called kind of unregulated lending. Um we you know, we do fully comply with all fifty state regulators requirements around lending, around the SMB lending. Uh one of the things that does mean is we do not work with sole proprietors. Uh the not that there's a gray area between a, a you know consumer lending and sole proprietor lending, and our preference is just to stay away from that gray area. So we work with LLCs, LLPs, you know B corps, C corps, um, and S corps uh, because those are true business entities that comply with you know the different state laws around lending to businesses. So our our objective there is you know if the merchant is a sole proprietor, well I don't know we can't work with them, but if they go become an LLC, great, we're happy to then work with them at that point in time and. I think that's just good business hygiene, right? You should you should have the liability protection of the business entity between yourself, the owner, um, right, and and the market out there. So, um, but from that perspective, right, at that point in time, this is a very data driven process, right? We're looking at you know credit scores and you know things like that on the business. We're we're looking at you know history of payback. You know, have you had tax liens? Have you had collections against you, that kind of stuff. Um, all of those come together then to give us, you know, a score that we use and based on that score, you know, that'll determine the offer and the price that we can offer you. How long did it take you from idea conception to here, here we are? Oh, I mean, I, I, I was tinkering with this idea in, you know, kind of 2017, 2018, uh, really decided I would kind of go test it in 2019 and had a, well, you know, our head of product here, Nick, was uh, 
uh, contracting, just kind of do some side work. So he helped me build a an Amazon harness so that we could go just pull Amazon data, and then I could go dump it into Excel and and basically loan by hand. And uh, did that with two or three different um, e-commerce business owners that I knew personally and was willing to take the handshake risk on. Uh, turned those loans over for about nine months, six, nine months. Um, really proved that our bottoms up approach could work, that it would be useful to the merchant. And then was there enough opportunity to generate a return that it would be actually a business you could go build and that could then feed itself with its own revenue streams? And, you know, the answers to all those questions were yes. And so then uh, I quit my full-time job at stamps.com after they acquired Shipping Easy. Um, I, I, I left there in 2020. The Stamps guys were great because I actually let them know in 2019 I was going to start really working on this. And, um, you know, we spent a year working together where I was helping find my replacement and train them up. Um, while they were very kind to say, look, we, you know, we get it. You're passionate about starting businesses. That's, you know, we acquire your last business. So they, they really gave me the rein to do that while I was still with them. And then uh, I left in July and, and have just been building this ever since. Nice. And the process e-commerce seller says, Oh, this sounds great. How does it work? You, you come to onrampfunds.com. Uh, there's a, Sign up now link. There's a get offer link. Click that. You're going to create your uh, your account, right? Username and password. And then uh, answer a couple questions, I think three or four. Uh, and then you'll connect your online order sources and your banks. Uh, at that point in time, then we're pulling those data elements in um, to then come back and say, here's what you pre-qualify for. Uh, we, we will, in fact, give you a pre-qualification just with the order source data before we even get a bank connected. Uh, we understand it, it's sensitive to do so. Um, and then, you know, each step of the way is we're getting additional data, right? We're refining the offer we can make. And then we're going to spend time talking to each of these merchants to really understand what the capital need is so that we're structuring the right product for them, right? It is it is not a one-size-fits-all. It's very much a, a tailored solution to each individual merchant based on the, you know, what the data tells us and and based on what they're, you know, what they're kind of, what they need to go spend the money on right now so that we're there, that we're being really helpful and delivering what they need. Love it. So is there a typical amount of time from time that they come to the site to time that it's funded? I mean, we, we do stuff same day. So we have merchants who sign up and in just two or three hours, uh, we've gone through the full process approved and we're distributing funds. Uh, I would say on average, it takes a couple of days, right? Because uh, most of the businesses, if you're a little bit bigger, there are some data delays in Amazon and Shopify, right? Th- those <clears throat> Those are platforms designed to run in real time to keep the real-time order flow going. So pulling historic order data is not something they want overwhelming systems. And so we're real cautious around just how quickly we can pull that historic data in. Um, but yeah, once we have that data, it is it is a very, very fast process, right? It's 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 computer driven, right? We we know what we're looking for and uh, we use that to, to drive the offer. And then, you know, the other piece of it is just, you know, we have a sales team here. Uh, we will, we talk to every one of our customers. We're answering their questions, walking them through how it works. And then again, looking to understand, you know, what are your capital needs right now and how do we deploy the right money for that problem versus just saying, here's too much cash or too little cash because we didn't understand what they needed it for. Nice. Love it. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Give us the website again. Yeah, well, you can find us at uh, onrampfunds.com. Um, we're on all the major social sites. And if you go to our uh, you go to our homepage there, you'll see you know Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those sites of things. Um, we'd love to help you. If you have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. And our phone number is on every page of the app as well. And uh, we're happy to get on the call with you and, and answer your questions. Love it. Thank you. 
you enjoyed this much as I did, show Eric your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to onrampfunds.com and find out if it's the solution that you are looking for. I'll list all of the social and everything else in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Eric. Thank you. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.